0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. In today's show, is Bitcoin the only crypto that will survive FTX? Will Bitcoin proponent And author Jeff Booth is convinced that the crypto ecosystem will eventually collapse as a consequence of its centralization, except Bitcoin. That is. Also in today's show, FTX US ex-president reportedly seeks $6 million in funding to launch his own crypto startup. That's right. Brett Harrison is reportedly planning to launch a startup that would build crypto trading software for big investors. You can't make this stuff up. Also breaking news just in, there are now officially 1 million Bitcoin addresses that hold a full Bitcoin. So congratulations to all whole, whole coiners. Also in today's show, breaking news just in, Fox News's Tucker Carlson says, I am big into Bitcoin. That's what's good, big dog. Also in today's show, U.S. Senator says Bitcoin is a commodity and there is no dispute about it. That's right. U.S. Senator John Boozman says Bitcoin, although a crypto is a commodity in the eyes of the federal courts and the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler. Also in today's show, did you know U.S. regulator CFTC met with Sam Bankman-Fried. 10 times before the crypto exchange, FTX collapsed. That's right. The chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission revealed that he and his team met with Sam and other FTX execs 10 times before the crypto exchange filed for bankruptcy. The regulator sees the FTX collapse as a classic run based on liquidity crunch. Can we say collusion? Also in today's show, Tether founder responds to concerns over not publishing USDT reserves. Now, Tether USDT was among the coins that investors demanded to be published as of its reserves. A report mentioned that the issuer firm of USDT Stablecoin Tether has been operating without transparency, also in today's show, Max Kaiser, the Bitcoin OG and Tucker Carlson talk FTX in the future of Bitcoin. That's right. Max joined Fox News host Tucker Carlson to discuss how FTX went bankrupt and the two personalities discuss how Bitcoin can fix corruption within the financial system, including at FTX and on Wall Street. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. <music> I want to welcome everyone tuning in to today's live show a Crypto News Alerts podcast episode number 1122. Today is December 3rd, 2022, and I am your host, JV. Let's dive right into today's crypto market watch. We can see Bitcoin barely back in the green, trading just under $17,000, with Ether down about 1%, trading under $1,300, while Polkadot, Solana are all pulling back and in the red, while Binance Coin, XRP, Cardano, and Doge are in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. Let's get a refresh for the latest data. We can see the market cap sitting at $854 billion with $30 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance 38.2% with the Ether dominance at 18.2%. And checking out the top 100 cryptos within the past 24 hours. We have Aptos leading the pack up 8%, trading at $5.20, followed by Avalanche up 3% trading at $13.64, followed by Nexo up 3%, trading at $0.66. And below that, we have Phantom and Doge. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, we can see a mixture of green and red with the majority of the alts back in the green, including FTM up 32%. We got GMX up 19%. Kind of reminds me of DMX, Where my dog's at? And Apecoin up 15.6%. Rest in peace to DMX. Also checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated in fear 27, yesterday at 27, last week at 22 in extreme fear, and last month a 30 in fear. So there you have it. Welcome again, everyone just tuning in to today's live show and shout out to everyone in the live chat. And I greatly appreciate the super chat contributions. So thank you, digital dankness. With that being shared, let's dive into our first story of the day and discuss Bitcoin after the FTX collapse. Here we go. The downfall of FTX and a number of other centralized finance platforms in 2022 reinforces the narrative that most of the crypto ecosystem will eventually collapse due to centralization, with the exception of Bitcoin, at least according to Jeff Booth, a Bitcoin proponent and the author of The Price of Tomorrow. Booth believes that centralized crypto platforms such as FTX and Celsius have simply replicated the traditional financial system with all of its inherent flaws. He makes a great point quoting him here all of crypto is trying to rebuild a financial financial system that we already have based on manipulation and centralization, he shared in an exclusive interview. He argues that even decentralized finance platforms which seek to provide a peer to peer trustless alternative to traditional financial services are bound to fail as they are being built on protocols that have sacrificed the centralization and security in order to boost scalability. Now, Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that remains decentralized and secure enough to be able to base layer for the future of the financial system. The entire crypto ecosystem is going to go to zero besides Bitcoin. Now, let me know if you agree or disagree with Jeff Booth. Now, obviously, he is a Bitcoin maximalist, which has full faith in Bitcoin and no faith in other cryptocurrencies. And to watch this video interview he did entitled, Is Bitcoin the Only Crypto That Will Survive? FTX check the show notes below the video in the description and i'd love to know your thoughts in the comments right down below personally i think bitcoin is the safest bet and the fastest horse in the race with the least risks Obviously, as you go down the coin market cap, you know, after Bitcoin, we got Ethereum and maybe XRP, some stable coins, whatever it may be. Just keep in mind, the further you go down that list, the more risky your investment becomes. So if you're looking to invest in the fastest horse in the race and the safest, least riskiest asset than Bitcoin, my friend, would be your choice. Now let's dive into our next story of the day. I mean, you can't make this stuff up as the entertainment unwinds on crypto Twitter it's entertaining to say the least, so are you not entertained? Now we have the FTX US ex-president wanting to launch his own crypto exchange. So, let's break this down, shall we? Check it out. Just a month after the controversial fall of SBF's FTX exchange, and 130 affiliated companies, former high-ranking executive is reportedly seeking out investors to launch a crypto startup. The ex-president of FTX US, Brett Harrison, is on the lookout for 6 million in funding to launch a startup that would build crypto trading software for big investors. And according to the info, Harrison's funding round would be against a $60 million valuation. On September 27th, Harrison announced his plans to step down as the president of FTX US. Oh, talk about divine timing as he moved into an advisory role over a month before the infamous fall of FTX. And as a result, the entrepreneur was not immediately accused of having direct involvement in misappropriating user funds. As he shared here on November 8th of 2022, quoting, Brett Harrison. Like most here, I was surprised and saddened by today's news. I am very much in hope for an outcome that mitigates the impact on all those affected. And I am grateful to everyone who is stepping up and continuing to build a stronger industry for us all. Now, how many of you believe that he didn't have any clue what was going on being the ex-president of the company? Come on, clown world. However, after the FTX crash, Harrison, too, claimed to be surprised and saddened by what SBF and his accomplices were able to achieve through deception. Yeah, say that again. Following the FTX crash, a hacker managed to gain access to a part of the exchange's funds and has been actively trying to siphon the stolen funds. Lo and behold, most recently, the FTX hacker was found transferring a portion of stolen funds to the OKX exchange after using Bitcoin as a mixer. And FTX Japan, one of the 134 companies cut up in the FTX bankruptcy proceedings, has been drafting a plan to return client funds. And on December 1st, the FTX Japan uh, – uh, confirmed that the users' assets were separate from exchange assets and mandated by Japanese regulations. And currently, FTX Japan claims its primary focus is to re-enable withdrawals and is reportedly aiming to do so by the end of 2022. So there you have it. What are your thoughts? Would you ever invest in Brett Harrison's startup and help him fund this after the debacle of FTX and him stepping away literally a month with divine timing before the entire fallout? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments. Blow. Obviously, I don't trust this man as far as I can throw him. Trust nobody. Question everything. And that's why we Bitcoin. And breaking news just in, which is a pretty big deal, there are now officially 1 million Bitcoin addresses that hold a full Bitcoin. So let's freaking go. Where my whole coiners at makes some noise in the live chat and keep stacking them sats and more breaking news. I thought it was cool to see Tucker Carlson say, I am big into Bitcoin. And I'm going to be breaking down the details from his exclusive interview he recently did with Max Kaiser discussing the aftermath of the FTX fallout. And also he just recently interviewed uh, Michael Saylor. So he's interviewing the Bitcoin OGs. So much respect to Tucker Carlson. And welcome once again to Everyone just tuning in to today's live show. I'm your host JV and there's lots to cover on the agenda for today. So next let's dive in to the only safe crypto asset in the eyes of the regulators, which is Bitcoin according to officials, and this is very, very important, as U.S. Senator says Bitcoin is a commodity, and there is no dispute about this, and they cannot say the same thing for Ethereum. In fact, they're now deeming uh, <laughs> Ethereum a security now that it switched their protocol from a proof of work to a proof of stake. But anyways, U.S. Senator John Boozman, shout out to Boozman, ranking member of the U.S. Senate Committee on Ar- uh, Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry talked about Bitcoin and crypto regulation on Thursday at the hearing titled, Why Congress Needs to Act, Lessons Learned from the FTX Collapse. Now, the committee is responsible for the oversight of the US commodities market. Quoting them here, Bitcoin, although a cryptocurrency is a commodity, it is a commodity in the eyes of the federal courts and in the opinion of the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, there is no dispute about this. So there you have it in black and white, no more gray area. Bitcoin is official a commodity, and we can't say the same for any other coin. Calling the FTX collapse shocking, the senator said, public reports suggest a complete lack of risk management, conflicts of interest, and misuse of customer funds. There is simply no place for such behavior, especially in our financial markets. That's right. It looks, I mean, Bankman-Fried makes them look like a clown world indeed. So, I mean, Senator Boozman proceeded to talk about crypto regulation and empowering the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, as the primary regulator of the crypto spot market, and stressed the following, if there are exchanges where commodities are traded, be it wheat, oil, or Bitcoin, they must be regulated. It is that simple. The choice not to regulate leaves consumers at the mercy of those who would prey upon them. That's right. And even with regulation, I mean, Bankman fried was preying upon his, uh, unfortunately, a million crypto investors who lost their money. Now, the CFTC has consistently demonstrated its willingness to protect consumers via enforcement actions against bad actors, says Senator Boozman. I am confident the CFTC is the right agency for an expanded regulatory role in the digital commodity spot market. Now, in August, Boozman, as well as several senators, introduced the Digital Commodities Consumer Protection Act to empower the CFTC with exclusive jurisdiction over digital commodity spot markets. Two other bills have been introduced in Congress this year to make the derivatives regulator the primary watchdog for the crypto sector. And while Bitcoin is a commodity, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler says repeatedly that most other tokens are securities. So there you have it. Couldn't be any more clear. I mean, I think it's ironic nonetheless that SEC... And Ripple Labs have been in a drawn-out lawsuit since the end of November of 2020. I think this was an attack on the entire crypto industry to make all altcoins deemed securities versus a commodity. And now that it looks like Ethereum is going to be deemed a security, it would not surprise me I wouldn't put it past them as I don't trust these regulators because keep in mind these regulators are the same regulators responsible for meeting up with Sam Bankman-Fried and meeting up I, – I read a report, they had over 10,000 hours in meetups between the CFTC chairman, as well as the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, and as well as Jerome Powell from the Fed. So if they were meeting up with regulators, regulators were blindly turning the other cheek. This is collusion at its finest, which leads us into our next story of the day, which is the CFTC And Sam Bankman-Fried, so let's break this down, shall we? The chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, Rostin Benem, shared details of his agency's meetings with executive of Collapsed Crypto Exchange FTX. My team and I met with Bankman-Fried and his team over the past 14 months. We met 10 times in the CFTC office at their request, all in relation to the Clearinghouse application. Nine meetings were in Washington, D.C., and one was at the conference in Florida, the CFTC chairman noted. He further... Clarified that there were also phone calls, text messages, and emails. Man, what I would pay to see these, uh, exchanges. Uh, between the CFTC officials and FTX relating the crypto exchanges dogged desire or dodged desire to get this application approved, the CFTC chief emphasized my approach to the app given the issues and strong feelings that I needed it to be transparent and open with him and FTX. So there were a number of emails and messages back and forth about the application and the status of the app. And while Ben Nim did not recall how many times Bankman Another FTX execs met with the CFTC staff. He said they were in the building quite a bit there you go, to discuss the details of their clearinghouse application. Now, the CFTC chairman added, there were very, very strong feelings about this application, and I felt I needed to be engaged. And the chairman of the agency that met directly with FTX and Mr. Bankman Freed, in commenting on the FTX collapse, he said, it seems like a classic liquidity crunch. He concluded, it looks like a classic run based on liquidity crunch. And at the time, FTX fall for bankruptcy. The CFTC was still reviewing its application and said no decision had been made. Now, Bank. Manfred also met with officials of the SEC several times before they filed for bankruptcy and once again, you know, I'm calling this collusion as Max Kaiser agrees 100%, regulators were in on this, the Democratic Party was in on this. And so many higher ups were in on this. And that's why I personally believe that the mainstream or lamestream media is protecting Sam Bankman-Fried due to who his parents are. It's really his blood. They protect their own criminals within the organization. It's sad, but this is the reality we're living in. But on the bright side, look at it this way. I don't think many crypto investors are any longer, if they did have any trust in the first place for regulation, very unlikely to continue to trust these regulators because they are corrupt at the end of the day and that, my friend, is a fact. With that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the latest, what's happening with Tether USDT, shall we? Following the crypto winter in the first half of this year and the collapse of the Terra ecosystem, many investors had a paradigm shift with stable coins such as Tether, but unfortunately, too many such coins have failed to provide the stability they claim, hence users started demanding more transparency in the reserves of most stable coins. Now, Tether USDT was among the coins that investors demanded to publish its reserves. A report mentioned that the issuer firm USDT Stablecoin Tether has been operating without transparency. It revealed that the company has been lending its token to users instead of making sales for cash, and it also refused to disclose all the loans it issued using the Stablecoin. The accusations are increasing doubts that the stability of Tether USDT as the issuer failed to be more transparent. The tension that has been Gradually building up against Tether and its reserves publication, the situation worsened for Tether with the collapse of FTX crypto exchange with its chapter 11 bankruptcy, the spreading contagion from FTX saga and its bearish market trend that many believe has cut down the collateral of the stablecoin. With the growing flame against Tether, the co-founder Reeve Collins decided to step into the situation. He has finally defended the firm against several allegations on CNBC's latest episode of Squawk Box. The co-founder mentioned that Tether disclosed its proof of reserves on the company official website. And according to him, the publication is there for everybody to see or to validate the info for themselves. Also, said that the firm undergoes auditing frequently over the few months and this practice will enable government authorities to probe the process involved with their funds investment and management now further the co-founder explained that Tether had maintained its integrity during its operational history for example he reported that the firm has never failed to redeem its coin for exactly a dollar per coin, and even after he sold Tether in 2015, Collins noted the company has not deviated from its principles in operation, and to him, the firm has withstood the test of time as it continued to employ the best tactics and curbing associated risks for operations. Now, Tether has faced conflicts with regulators, even from the time of the fall of Terra and other firms like Three Arrows Capital, there have always been doubts over the transparency of the stable coins reserves. That's right, because it's a mystery. And again, the collapse of the FTX exchange has spiked doubts about USDT's market cap, the concern relates to the connection alleged between the FTX token, FTT, which was the native stablecoin or a token of the FTX exchange, and also USDT lost its peg on the dollar due to the spreading impact of the FTX saga. So there you have it. Do you trust stablecoins such as USDT right now? Let me know in the comments right down below. Also, I would stress extreme caution if you're one of those investors that have moved all of your crypto to stablecoins because you believe or have a conviction that Bitcoin will crash further and you're just waiting for that, do keep in mind there is a risk with keeping any crypto in stable coins, especially Tether USDT, as the writing is on the wall and there's a lot of signs and a lot of big influencers have been discussing a lot of shady practices because you don't know who to believe. Just because if their CEO or president comes out and says everything is fine, it doesn't mean much considering that the ex-CEO of FTX came out within 24 hours of filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy and clearly said in a tweet, no, everything is fine with the FTX US exchange. It's not impacted or affected at all. And then 24 hours later, they're going bankrupt and nobody can exchange their funds. So trust nobody at the end of the day and verify everything. And now my question for you, which is your favorite stablecoin? Is it USDC? I am curious. Let me know in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now the moment we have all been waiting for. Let's get ready to rumble, shall we, and discuss the latest interview between Bitcoin OG Max Kaiser and Tucker Carlson regarding the FTX collapse in the future of Bitcoin. Bitcoin OG Max Kaiser recently joined Fox News host Tucker Carlson to discuss how FTX went bankrupt. The two personalities discuss how Bitcoin can fix corruption within the financial system, including at FTX and also on Wall Street. In the interview released on Monday, Tucker began by suggesting FTX's collapse may be used as an excuse to regulate the crypto. However, Max argued that Bitcoin is designed to be attacked and only grows more resilient to people who try to break it. Quitting him here, it's almost like a litmus test, he said. If you are essentially a corrupt individual, like Sam Bankman Freed, Bitcoin made him more corrupt. If you are some One who is a nobler or nobler with intentions like a Michael Saylor, it elevates you. Saylor makes a great point. As Bitcoin is a magnifier, it makes evil people that much more evil and makes good people that much greater. Now, here we go. According to Kaiser, Bankman frieds exchange FTX used its own play money token, FTT, to enable fraud. Facts. He argued that the altcoin promoters do the same, inflating coins with an artificial price to be used as collateral for borrowing real money. That's Right it was announced there wasn't any real Bitcoin even sitting on their exchange. They were replacing it with the derivative form of wrapped Bitcoin, which is a fake artificial Bitcoin while they were stealing your real Bitcoin. You can't make this stuff up, folks. This, in his view, is comparable to the 2008 financial crisis in which derivatives were created out of mortgage-backed securities by Wall Street banks. The music stopped and the whole house of cards collapsed. In the FTX crisis specifically, Bankman Freed claims that Alameda Research had a multi-billion dollar margin position open with the firm. However, That margin position was backed by FTT, the scam coin, which SBF claims collapsed too fast in November to the liquidation in time. This left FTX with a negative book balance, allowing a bank run to take place. Quoting him here, Sam Bankman freed as kind of a cross between Bernie Madoff and Charles Manson, said Kaiser. You end up with this freaky, fuzzy haired, larcenistic criminal who's out there perpetuating the biggest fraud in criminal history. Preach. Now, Kaiser also said that regulators failed to enforce the rules on the books to prevent FTS's collapse and that SEC Chairman Gary Gensler was involved in the scandal. That's right. Collusion, folks. The journalist believes that the financial media is equally corrupt, essentially promoting fraud as a business. The Financial Times is essentially a Bible on committing financial fraud. I couldn't agree more. What are your thoughts surrounding this interview with Max and Tucker Carlson? I think it is great that the mainstream finally gets some good personalities out there such as Michael Saylor and Max Kaiser on their show. And I would love to see personally Max Kaiser and Michael Saylor on the Joe Rogan podcast. If you'd like to see that as well, let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.